Zipporah. Am I saying your name right? Zipporah? Okay, every yeah, time you I are. see your name, I always like, I'm like, is that the correct way to say it? I was like, one of these days, this girl is going to curse me out and be like, dang, how you say my name? Girl, <laughs> I promise you not. I've been everything from Sephora to Zipiora to oh, girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you, Zephora? I'm glad I got the name right. So. <laughs> Thank you for getting it right. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I appreciate you so much again for taking the time to come and be a part of this awesome podcast. Um, you have always been someone I've always admired. Um, I won't say that I Facebook stalked you, but I feel like we Facebook stalked each other in our own way. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that's a normal thing to do now is like Facebook stalk people. And it's not stalking it's just kind of like it's bonding yes it's bonding at this point. <laughs> you know so because people used to make it seem like it was a bad thing before but i'm like it's just getting to know somebody before you actually like get to know them you know what i'm saying like just a little bit of research that's it exactly just a little bit of research <laughs> so i've done like you know i think a pretty good amount of research on you and i know that you are like a makeup extraordinaire um you know how to make everybody look good so <laughs> uh you're on my list of like when i'm ready to do my shoot with my makeup i'm like oh let me okay so for us first and then this one and then this one just in case you ain't you busy <laughs> oh my god <laughs> So how does like you know you are a beautiful talented person clearly so how did you get into makeup was that something that you've always had an interest in always had a passion for so originally I wanted to do hair like I thought I was going to be a hairstylist and that was I was going to rock that field but um I wound up like it was a high school um probably like a childhood dream and then in high school I was like yep I'm gonna do hair and so I would practice on my mom I would practice on my cousins and all kind of stuff like that and so right out of high school I wound up deferring that dream and going straight into the workforce and then I wound up going to hair school around 2010 something like that 2010 something like that like five years later after i was a slave to the workforce and then i was like um i had gotten fired actually from like my first legit real job like my first grown people job (laughs) (laughs) and so um my boyfriend then who's now my husband was like just go you know do follow your dreams so went to hair school hated doing hair couldn't get the um what do you call them the um the finger waves couldn't get that <laughs> um child and what they don't tell you in hair school is that they don't teach you how to do hair they teach you like hair theory so that's either a skill you have to have or not and it was not but while I was at hair school, like I could do a little something, but like it was not like what I thought it would be. Like it was just like, I don't like this too hard. <laughs> but I wound up 
you learn some of everything. You learn how to do nails and um, hair and kind of a little bit of like um, aesthetics. So my aesthetics class, like I really like my aesthetics class, but I like more so getting like the aesthetic stuff, but I love the makeup part. So the makeup part kind of like I would practice and watch YouTube like I was like I'm, I've been addicted to YouTube for quite some time. So I was like watching YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just stuff, and it's like free information. It's like Definitely. why not love it? <laughs> so I like I found myself like kind of sort of doing hair, but really really loving to do like makeup and nails. I even did nails for a little short period of time. So everything I did everything but hair and like once I got on the floor I got pregnant with my um youngest daughter and so I put hair school on pause because I really didn't have a passion for cosmetology itself Mm -hmm. so I wasn't I didn't have that stick to it power and so once I got pregnant I was like child I'm sitting down like I'm out and that's what I did I just wound up starting back (laughs) I wound up back into the workforce and it took like eight more years for me to become a full-time, it took like seven years for me to become a full-time makeup artist again. Okay. Wow. Like that's, I, I always like, <laughs> and it's so funny because I feel like in the black community, like I think we we think that most black women automatically know how to do hair, but I'm right there with you. I don't know how to do hair. I don't know how to do. I recently just learned how to my dreads. Like I taught myself how to do that, and I was like, wow. <laughs> I've never in my life wanted to touch my hair, or learn how to fix hair, or anything like that. But it, you're right. It's something that's. It's, it's just not for everybody, you know? It really isn't. And I have two daughters and I'll go get their hair done so fast. I'll I'll we'll all get our hair done and I promise you I won't touch the damn hair. Excuse me, I can't I won't yeah, touch the hair. <laughs> I won't touch the hair until it's time for it to be taken out like this style. This style been like this flipped on the same side since I got it. <laughs> Damn near months ago. I don't. You sound do just like me. Cool with hair? <laughs> it's I just one of those it. things that's just like, and I, I credit the women that have the patience for it because even just sitting in the chair getting it done, it's like, Jesus Christ. It's like, like, <laughs> are we done? <laughs> it's literally like, like, wow, like, you must really like this in order to sit here and, like, be doing this in my hair for, like, hours on end. Like, <laughs> on your feet. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, the beauty industry, it's a very, in my opinion, it's a very oversaturated market. You know, there's so many people in it. There's so many people, so many makeup artists, so many people that do nails, hair, everything. What is it like for you being someone a part of that? And like, how do you kind of like keep up? Because it seems like every, every other day, it's like something new, a new trend, a new, <laughs> a new business. It's like new competition. Like, does it get frustrating? Does it get overwhelming? Like, 
put 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 me in yep. your shoes. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm I don't even know where to start with that question. <laughs> Frustrated isn't even a word that can accurately describe trying to stay competitive like you really have to love it to be you have to love it to be consistent and you have to be consistent to like weather and get results um I, like <laughs> <laughs> like I consistently have to um like sharpen my skills because I don't know what it looked like on the other side of things, but I'm not like consistently, I'm not yet consistently booked. Like all my books is like, you know, slam packed and none of that. Like it sometimes if you cap. And I trust me, I know. <laughs> you be like, and it's kind of like, well, shit. What what do I need to be like you? What I'm learning now, I'll say this to kind of shorten the answer. I, what I'm learning now is everybody has a different style of makeup, and everybody um, every artist has a different style of makeup, and every client or potential client desires a different style. So you have to kind of just be a master of one one thing you can be good at a lot of different styles of makeup but you really have to master what you would call like your signature and um market that to the people who want that specific style like I'm not a big glittery makeup artist with the cut creases and stuff like that like I can do it but it's not my favorite. And when it's not my favorite, I feel like I don't give it 110%. Um, you might just get 100 out me. So like, whereas something more sultry will get 200% out of me. And I'll be and I'll really look at it and be like, yes, this is I'm, I'm with this. I like this look. I like how you look in this look. So just being confident in what you are presenting and being confident in what you know you're good at like what you know your best work is that's how you stay and being consistent because this week may not be booked at all but next week might be you know fully booked and you just have to be consistent and you have to continue to like um talk talk to yourself and be like all right girl it's all right it's okay this week wasn't you know you didn't hit your goal this week but you know you'll double that goal next week it's kind of just like at work if you have like quotas at work and like you don't hit your quota at work try again you know what I'm saying like you just have to stay at it and yeah I can definitely understand like how frustrating it would be especially as like a black entrepreneur getting into a industry that's you know has a great presence for black women but it's like that's also a bad thing because it's like you have so much competition and you are right it's 
everybody has something different that they do and that they can offer because sometimes you might see those girls that do the the costume makeup you know mm -hmm. or those girls that can do wedding makeup or you know mm -hmm. the ones that want to do more dramatic makeup and things like that you know i think it's all about you know finding your lane when it comes to i think especially for like an industry like I'll say beauty and just specifically makeup in general. It's just everybody kind of has like their own like little niche. It's like you yeah. fit in, get in where you can fit in at. <laughs> right. Carve out your little lane and stay in that <laughs> and just be great at that. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's what really is I feel like a lot of clients that I interact with, I like to ask questions like, you know, how did you find me? And you know, stuff like that. And they'll be like, oh, you know, found you on so-and-so and your work is, you know, always consistent and this, that, and the third, and, you know, it's easy to find and this, that, and so I'm like, okay, well, if you come from out of town and you found me that way, somebody else will find me. <laughs> but isn't that always so exciting when, especially when they're from out of town, you're like, yes, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, other people are finding like, me. <laughs> real hype like oh okay <laughs> like i'm doing something like look at me like people see me out of town like i i remember like my first i think the first out of town booking i had was like north carolina or something like that and i was like like how you find me like first of all let's talk <laughs> how you find me first of all like you sure you meant to find me <laughs> But no, it's definitely an exciting, it's an exciting feeling for real. Like, and I can definitely relate to even what you're saying, you know, it, it still is no matter what position you're in and your business, you're going to come across those times where, you know, your books aren't that book, you're not that books, you know, you, you got little big gaps, little gaps mm -hmm. in between and things like that. But, you know, I think for some people, I think they think of industries like beauty and it's like, oh, people always want to look good. So it's like, why wouldn't you be booked? You know what I'm saying? I think that's a, a big common misconception. But go ahead. Makeup is a luxury. <laughs> Very true. So makeup is a luxury service. Makeup is not like something that's necessarily needed because a lot of the people that sit in my chair are already gorgeous. So I don't like it's not they could put on a gloss and a lash and really not have to support me. But like um we we indulge in luxuries all the time you know what i'm saying so as long as you present it in front of someone somebody's gonna like it you know what i'm saying so like it ain't nothing that you have to do you can go get your hair first you can go get your nails first because not even i i don't even wear makeup all the time i had to throw something on so i look like i'm actually a makeup artist for this interview but i now i think i scare people when i come to the door to greet the clients and they be like oh girl like um <laughs> it's, it's like hey i'm not 100 percent all the time like <laughs> this, this this hour ain't about me so it's about you okay so come on sit down i promise i got you <laughs> so what's one of the things you know as an entrepreneur you know you said you have two young girls as well what's something that you know 
because you see you're a mom you're a business owner you know you are you have a good a great presence on social media you know you're always active and engaging with people you know what keeps someone like you motivated like what keeps you like you know throughout those times or those gaps in your schedule or when you're frustrated or when you're trying to when something's not working and you're not quite sure what to do what's that what keeps you motivated and on a consistent basis um remembering my why and honoring that um working for somebody else like I was a good employee but I feel like that power that drive that I put into being like the top employee I could put that into my own something and be able to show my children that they don't have to work for a you know a corporation and give of their time endlessly and only get a portion of what that corporation is making off of them um and being able to show them that you can go after your dreams and see them be fruitful so remembering that you know it's not just about me it's two other people looking at me like is this gonna work <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like or looking like in that aspect like they don't think I'm really cool until like I do some cool somebody else's cool like somebody else's makeup Ooh, and then they like oh okay you might be all right <laughs> and so that gives me a little boost like if the girls think I'm then that's like all right I'm, I'm doing good I'm verified <laughs> good is done don't you can't tell me nothing <laughs> so you know I remember when you first um you know because I've been following you on social media for a while I remember when you first made that transition officially into your makeup business full-time what was that like because i know everybody's experience is always so different i know for someone like me i totally walked off my job more power to you for putting in two weeks notice and doing all that other in the respectful way because i didn't do it like that i was like peace <laughs> what was that like in your journey up to now <laughs> so i'm coming up on a year of being a full-time entrepreneur um december 21st would be a year what actually um prompted me to do that is like i had a series of miscarriages and the way that my employer handled me throughout those um those experiences kind of turned me off because i was one of like i couldn't work you know what i'm saying at that job and i remember like full swing being having contractions in the middle of like an active miscarriage and them calling me to fill out paperwork for um family leave <laughs> um no that's not the priority right now <laughs> like and that was like on like a monday or tuesday and by friday i was literally back at my desk bleeding on myself to make sure that oh. I still had, yeah, like to make sure I still had job security. And I didn't take enough time for myself to kind of mourn that. Like I should have took 
a regular old six weeks to, you know, mourn what was going on and, you know, get my head back in the game. But um, it wasn't like that. And then when I got back, I mean, like, show real dedication. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I should have took that time off, but I was back sitting in that seat making those calls you know getting they getting the company their thousands of dollars yeah. for me to get twelve dollars I was making like twelve dollars yeah. and fifty some odd cents like and when it was time for me to get a promotion they play with me with that promotion like so I was an assistant manager and when it was time for me to you know I had shown I was dedicated to this job you know what I'm saying I was dedicated to my work and when the time came for me to be promoted after all of that sacrifice he was like yeah you know my supervisor was like yeah go ahead fill out the app I mean everything forcing it down my throat because I wasn't even going to because at that point I didn't care so I wasn't even going to apply really and truly but he forced me to apply only to give it to somebody else that wow. was November of last the end of November yeah the end of November um going into December and when he did that on December 1st I politely no matter of fact November 30th I politely typed up a good old resignation letter and I was like child bye I can't Ooh, you are. what you're not going to do <laughs> you taking me for my children my health is clearly no priority to you you don't care about my mental health my physical health my bank account I'm doing everything I can to be the best employee and you you're not valuing me or my time I took my time back I said F this I have a a viable skill and I'm a bet on me and that's exactly what I did I gave them a little almost 30 days almost 30 days it was like a little over two weeks to find somebody and my supervisor didn't even once I um once he announced who was the, going to be the manager and I sent the um he didn't even acknowledge it wow sure, they didn't, they didn't say an email oh, yeah we was gonna throw hands <laughs> he was like whatever bitch and went on <laughs> about his day and I was like we were gonna throw hands before I left that building Mm-mm. <laughs> wow. yeah I, I totally so commend you <laughs> He was so so happy. He was, and but but when it was time to send the exit interview, I it was one like it was maybe like a, this much space to mm-hmm. write a little paragraph. Honey, I flipped that paper over, and <laughs> the whole you have to let know. them know. Um, <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. Cause y'all might not have been able to save my job. But y'all will save morale for other people if you know exactly what goes on. Because it's ridiculous. It's like you work for these corporations for years and only end up making $20 an hour. You know what I'm saying? And that's good for some people. But at the end of the day, if I'm making 150 for you and you only giving me 20 of that, that's a problem. 
nah that's a problem <laughs> have a good day sir <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i would have totally like put on a show and like cut up on them on my last day <laughs> listen but i commend you so much because that for something there's something so horrible like that to happen to you the fact that you handled it handled handled it so professionally like that says so much about you and your character but the fact that they couldn't even like respect that or even let you see how much they value you or even try to fight for you it's like it, it really is just like i don't think corporations these days and especially in 2020 now with everything with covid going on it's like people are seeing their worth <laughs> like we ain't got time for this no more we don't have to deal with this we don't have to put out with this i'm not playing with it all and it's 12 dollars. i'm grown and my sister was making more money than me and she's like 10 years younger than me and homegirl was making i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> no nah, we we would have fought we would have fought so you should have called me should have been like him <laughs> because it's, it's it's really crazy like i've heard even worse stories than that like but you are like you did nothing wrong in case you need a further reminder you did absolutely nothing wrong if, if it was me i would have got a little colored on them just saying <laughs> <laughs> i should have <laughs> i should have showed my ass but i didn't well so what was it like you know you you quit your job you know at the end of last year and then covid <laughs> covid comes and it's like your first year running your business it's like you know how talk about how was it and just like because i know like for so many of us nobody knew what to do it was kind of like you struggling i'm struggling it's just we all just kind of like i don't know you know what was that like for you having to transition out of that into <laughs> coming to all of this craziness girl I'm not even gonna lie to you. These last three years, literally, I had to show myself what I was made of because if I was in a different space, they really would have kicked, these years would have kicked my ass. But they've made me grow. You know what I'm saying? And just made me um, evaluate who I am and what I'm made of. So, COVID, with with this year being my first year in business, um, I'm still doing pretty damn good for a first year with a pandemic. <laughs> so I mean, like, I'm not mad at it. Um, I just had to, I had to flex my hustle muscle a lot this year and figure out how to pivot and to stay in the public eye in continue to build my skill and build my craft and build my kit um I had to get creative <laughs> I had to really get creative but COVID uh I'm not gonna lie COVID kind of effed me up a little bit because I was like um I'm not gonna do this what am, what am I supposed to do with this what <laughs> that's literally what we <laughs> Thank you. If if a first year of business could could have been any harder, I don't think I don't think a first year of business could be any harder. Maybe I I might be mistaken, but 
yeah, it, it it was an adjustment after adjustment after adjustment to be made in business. I'll tell you that. But it all worked out. It was pretty. It, 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 I'm not going to complain. Well, that's good. It's always nice to be able to hear that, you know, people are still surviving and doing the best that they can to thrive, you know, even throughout the craziness, you know, because I think we all had to kind of, you know, it was like we were all in kindergarten, all had to relearn (laughs) how to do things and whatnot. And just like how, you know, how we were saying, like, just learning your worth and knowing that you're better than you know, these situations, because I'm seeing more and more people now, like, you know, these companies that don't have policies in place for like COVID and, you know, how you supposed to take care of yourself and your family when you go on a shutdown and things like that. Like, it really puts a lot of things in perspective. And I was really surprised to see as many businesses starting during that time, you know, because it was like, okay, we still out chat, we still doing it. We have no choice. Like it was like you gonna solve or you gonna figure out a way to make something shake because <laughs> you can't solve if you waiting on the government. Um, cause I mean I ain't get no kind of unemployment. I didn't get like those business loans and stuff like that that everybody got. Yeah, some some of us I that weren't supposed to get them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm so mad at the scammers. Like y'all, y'all. They supposed to be letting us know. Y'all owe me a fade. Or y'all owe me a thousand dollars a piece, and I, mm-hmm. I'm on my mama. <laughs> on my mama, y'all owe me money, or y'all owe me hands. I'm mm-hmm. serious. Like what? I agree with all you. All money, y'all took up all the money. That's Child. ridiculous. It was and just unemployment. Unemployment played me so bad. It was ridiculous, girl. It's like, like, uh, it's like, I'm sitting home just like these people. What you want me to do? Like, it's like, so y'all just saying, fuck me, basically. Like, you want your Like, (laughs) like, what, what do you want us to do, (laughs) ma'am? Pay me. Like, I put in money to unemployment insurance for all as long as I've been working since I was 18 years old. Run me my damn money. Run me my checks. They don't think about I nothing like that. Because um, y'all giving it to people that, that ain't got nothing to do with me, okay? They and they ain't doing myself. the right thing with the money neither, so. <laughs> Hell with what they doing. That's my money. Y'all didn't work my shift. You are 100% you right. Run me my money. <laughs> Unemployment, if you listening, run me my money. For I real. hope they are like, run the bull. Run us all over the right people they okay. money. That's <laughs> okay. Seriously. So Zipporah. Okay, <laughs> so I I you are such an inspiration and in knowing what I know now about you. I, I'm so empowered and so impressed that you have been so strong throughout all of this because I'm like I don't think somebody like me could have been able to survive, but I commend you so much because it is so, I won't say it's nice to hear. I would say it's, it makes me feel good that there are strong women still out here 
putting on for the other strong woman, doing the damn thing. And I'm just <laughs> proud of you as a whole. If no one's told you thank that, you. I am proud of you. So before thank we, you, before, before we wrap up, like what's, what's a piece of advice you would give to another woman that might be like, not sure what she wants to do or might be going through a hard time. And what's a piece of advice for maybe something that you've learned that you would be able to say to a woman, you know, maybe that might've been in the same situations you might've been in previously. Um, everything is possible. Everything you can think of is possible. So, um, if you can dream of a better life, that life is already out there for you to get. So, it's just a matter of you feeling like you're worthy of it. So, that's it. Like, just feel, just dream big and know that you're deserving of exactly what it is that you're dreaming of and that's just it i love that that is a beautiful beautiful piece of advice um <laughs> zapora you have been awesome um that's all the questions i got um tell the people how they can book you how they can find you and how they can support you okay um so my Instagram and my Facebook is the Goddess Experience. Um, is uh, the links are in my bio to book, and that's basically yeah, like, do I need to sell it? I don't know. No, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> Perfect. So um, thank you again, Zipporah. Just like I said, if you are watching, you. make sure you go and get all your makeup needs done by Zipporah. She is incredible. She is empowering. She is inspiring. And I appreciate you once again for joining us for another episode of Exquisite Conversations.